Welcome. Your fearless aging podcast is taking off. The cheers are for you wanting to age and live fearlessly. Here's your host, America's healthy aging trainer and creator of the Ageless Living Lifestyle, Rico Cavalia. Hello, this is Rico Cavalia, and this is your Fearless Aging Podcast, where in every episode, my guests and I, we strive to offer you proven tips and strategies that you can implement immediately to greatly improve your overall health and well-being. So we're here to inspire you and empower you to become your best self so you can go out and make a bigger, better, positive difference in the world. And we definitely need you to do that. So before I, I tell you about about this episode and our who our expert guest is, I have a question for you. If you are wondering how well you're aging, well, I've got the solution for you. Go to my main website, agelesslivinglifestyle.com, and there you can take our aging assessment. And if you don't like the results, you can, you can book a free coaching call with me and we can discuss what challenges you're having and I'll do my best to get you on the right track. All right, so the title of today's episode is The Vitality Code. It's a new book. It's about exploring the four pillars of vitality. And that's what, you know, I just looked up the, the, the definition of vitality is being in the state of being strong, active, and energetic. Now, who doesn't want that? That's what we all want. So this is going to be a really informative and uh, great episode. And the guest is a good friend of mine. His name is Neil Cannon. He's a best-selling author of The Vitality Secret and the new book, The Vitality Code. And he's an authority in holistic health, vitality coaching, and the podcast, a podcast host, and a speaker. So, Neil Cannon, thank you very much for being here. Thank you, Rico. It's um, really an honor to be back on your show. It's, this is yeah, round right. two, isn't it? That's right. That's right. We almost the first of the year. We 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 talked about your your first book, and now you got a a new advanced book. So I'm I'm really excited to find out about it. So I think always my first question is uh, just tell us a little bit about your journey and how you came to get into holistic health and healing and and uh, helping people create health and vitality. Thank you. Yes. As you know, everyone who works in holistic health comes with their own story of healing. Mm-hmm. That's what I found anyway with everyone I know who works in holistic health. And I come with mine. My main story was eczema. I had really bad eczema for 30 years. Wow. And it wasn't until my father suffered a stroke when I started to research the underlying cause of his stroke, which was chronic inflammation when I realized the same underlying cause, which was behind his stroke and the hypertension that led to his stroke and also the asthma he'd had since the age of 12 was also behind the eczema I'd had my whole life by that point. So up until that point, I was only using these kind of Western medical approaches, which were steroid creams and prescription moisturizers, really harmful, antibiotics when it got really bad. And I think most of us know now that if we use too many courses of those, they're going to destroy the gut microbiome, which is the very mm-hmm. organ you want to heal with a skin condition or any other chronic inflammatory health condition for that matter. Yeah. So anyway, I went around a radical change in my diet and lifestyle. I went very strict anti-inflammatory and very quickly my eczema went away. So since 2015, I've been helping people not just with eczema 
and other skin conditions, but other chronic inflammatory health conditions. It's been like the primary subject of the work with my clients for eight years. So a lot of my clients have reversed lots of different names of illnesses because they just really focus on that one thing. So that's uh, really what the work is about. My last book was really about inflammation and and addressing it with a nutrition approach, a little bit on exercise, a little bit on grounding and sleep and stress, of course. But the most part of that book was about nutrition. And this book, The Vitality Code, is exploring the physical, the mental, the emotional, and the energetic pillars of vitality. Yeah, that's those, my story in a nutshell. <laughs> yeah, those are all so important. Uh, don't you find, uh, you know, what I've realized over these years too have been in this that there's there's only really one uh, illness. It's disease. It's disease in the body. You know, we make up all kind of different names, but it's really just our body's out of balance. And it's not it's not functioning up to it's got it's probably it's immune system our immune system got compromised and and really it's there's just one illness it's just being our body's out of balance and it can't it can't deal with what whatever it is is that true i would totally agree yes i when i say dis-ease i always like put a little pause in those two yeah. those two words dis-ease yeah. it's not in ease Right. And there's a number of reasons why the the body goes into dis-ease. It's not in an easeful state. And you just said it, it's, it's in balance. And then there's lots of reasons why we don't, we fall out of balance. And what I've done my best to do with this book and with my client work is to really simplify why the body falls out of balance, why it goes into dis-ease. And I don't think the body was designed to be complicated. I don't think we were designed to be complicated where you'd have to go into a PhD to learn about the body. You know, looking into indigenous cultures, they didn't go and do four to six years of medical training to learn about the human <laughs> yeah. body. It's, it's just innate to, it's innate to them in indigenous right. cultures. Right. And I would say the simplest way of, the simplest thing of describing what I do with my clients is to bring them back to nature. It's, if, if inflammation is our body's reaction to toxins and or chronic stress, it's my simplified version, really what mm -hmm. it is. Mm -hmm. What is a toxin? What are we consuming which isn't in alignment with nature? Mm -hmm. What's been tampered with by man? Genetically modified organisms, chemicals. There's so many things that have been tampered with. I often hear, if man made it, don't eat it. And one of my favorite slogans on inflammation is, if you don't recognize an ingredient, your body won't either. Mm -hmm. So a lot of people are eating things thinking it's food, but it's really not food at all. Right. And it's separating them from nature. And the more that we drift away from the nature codes, I like to call them, we fall into dis-ease. So if we can come back to nature, we go back into harmony. We are from nature. So... Whatever we can do to be in alignment with her, I believe nature has the answers for everything. Yeah, I, I mean, totally agree. I, I, before you go on, Neil, I have to, and, and yeah. get into all the different four pillars, uh, I, I want to let our audience know that uh, if you know, stay tuned to the end because uh, we'll tell you how you can access uh, Neil's website. It's got lots of free resources on there. You can download an a ebook of his first book. And then, and then you can also see how you can get a copy of, of his new book as well. Just, yeah, just on the back of that, you mentioned a quiz at the beginning for your site, which I think is a brilliant idea 
maybe maybe because I've got one as well. Yeah. You have the aging <laughs> one. I've got a I've got a quiz for inflammation. Oh, good. So if people aren't very familiar with what it is. There's I think twelve questions, maybe maybe a few more. I can't remember now. Um, asking just very basic questions, taking people on a journey, asking about symptoms, how the body's feeling, and a a a response as to whether the the answers give reason to there being inflammation, whether it's low, medium, high, and then what to do about it, and various blood tests and other types of tests that we can take to determine if we have inflammation. So that link is also on that website. Oh, good. Yeah, that'd be a real valuable. So you definitely want to stay tuned, and we'll let you know how you can. Uh access all that great information and, and and neil's new book okay so well let's just get into your book you say there's there's four pillars of creating vitality so let's go through a little bit of each one of them yeah i mean it's just piggybacking piggybacking off your that question that you or that statement you made about dis-ease and falling out of balance everything about these pillars is to come back to balance and back to nature so the physical is where most people begin their, I call it a vitality journey, reverse, mm-hmm. reversing an illness or reverse engineering an illness. That's what I talk about. I like to think that we can literally reverse engineer illness. If we know that illness is a result of toxicity and or chronic stress as a result of traumas, which we can release very quickly or trapped emotions, a less charged word, trapped emotions, we can then go about reverse engineering it. So the physical is as you might expect it's about nutrition first and foremost this is where well i say first and foremost most people start with nutrition it's the most obvious mm-hmm. it's the most tangible i think most people can get their head around we are what we eat if we eat shit the body's going to create excuse me i just realized i swore and we that. have to eat all the time so it's right it's right, right. in our, our face all the time right yeah <laughs> we we want to be consuming food not toxins and that's what anti-inflammatory living is about and it's really identifying what is real and what is not. And anti-inflammatory nutrition is about eating as nature intended or as close as possible to as nature intended. So I've I've really simplified it in the Vitality Code. Sorry about my, I'm getting all these like bobos all over my face as we're oh. outside right now. One of the perils of paradise. Um, <laughs> yeah. But it's, um, if you're wondering why I'm kind of doing this with my face. <laughs> Um, so yeah, nutrition, first and foremost, anti-inflammatory and gut health, of course, is huge figuring out how to really balance the gut. Cause I see the gut as like our engine mm-hmm. and if the gut is out of balance and it becomes inflamed, pick an illness, any illness, we, it really starts in the gut. So, and a lot of it, a lot can be done with nutrition. So nutrition exercise is super, really I was going to say it is superbly important. Um, if we are inactive, we are depriving our cells of their number one cell fuel, which is oxygen. I also talk about cell fuels, by the way, in the physical. So on, its very, on the very basic level, it's oxygen. First and foremost, our cells need oxygen. They then need water, purest of water, charged, electrical, energized water that money can buy. Nutrition, they need to be able to detoxify. They need grounding. They need sleep. They need sunlight really simplifying things so in the physical we've got nutrition we've got exercise ways to be active breath work gets our bodies um oxygenated and detoxified did you know we exhale 70 percent of our body's toxins Mm -hmm. yeah through the breath yeah Yeah. it's huge isn't it 
And that's also where our, where we lose weight. The majority of our weight. And through sweat, from. too. And through sweat. Through sweat. Yeah. Yeah. But I, I learned that the majority of weight loss is through breath, mm-hmm. which blew my mind. Um, so, yes, there's nutrition, exercise, and then there's figuring out what toxins are in the body or, or what we're exposed to. So inflammation is our is our immune system's reaction to what it perceives as an attack on the body. So it's our immune system is a very healthy, it's a very healthy immune response. It's like we have an army of defenders defending us against intruders. So we need to figure out what the intruders are, what's coming into the body, or what is a potential threat on the body in the, in the case of chronic stress. Mm-hmm. But what's coming into the body or what are we exposed to that the immune system is like, whoa, that's that's not safe. So we need to figure out what the toxins are. So we can have in, internal toxins and there's external toxins, environmental toxins. Internal toxins might be a parasite or candida or an infection, or it might be an infected root canal in the mouth, or it could be mercury in the mouth. Mm. One of the most toxic metals known to man is often put in people's mouths. Yeah. And that drops the voltage to our vital organs or <laughs> anywhere in the body. So, or it can, should I say, drop the voltage. And by the way, the body electric is the backbone of the work that I do, and which, which is also explored in the Vitality Code. We're wired up like a house with different organs on different circuits. By the way, when I discovered this, I everything fell into place. I used to be an electrician, and it really fell into place beautifully, mm. like a jigsaw <laughs> puzzle. Uh. If we can go, okay, we're sick. What does that mean? One of the fundamentals of the body, body electric, which is, by the way, still within the physical pillar understanding this, if we can understand that we're wired up like house, different organs on different circuits, and they all go through our teeth, which act like circuit breakers, controlling circuits in the house, it, it, we don't need to know much more than that to just understand these principles to go, okay, now what? What is another... Um, important point on the body electric is a characteristic of all chronic illness is low voltage to an organ mm-hmm. so imagine one of the organs isn't functioning well let's use the example of type 1 diabetes when there's the pancreas isn't firing it's not producing enough insulin <laughs> whether it's whether one is born with it or whether it's developed in life as an autoimmune there's not enough electricity getting to the pancreas isn't that more empowering than saying i've got a genetic disease <laughs> We just go, okay, there's not enough power going to that organ. Why is there not enough power going to that organ? In the case of skin, why is there not enough power or voltage going to the skin? Mm-hmm. In the case of thyroid, Hashimoto's, Graves, why is there not enough power going to the thyroid? Why is, and it's normally because it's overloaded with toxins. Mm-hmm. So, and connected with gut health, which is also due to toxins. So if we can go, okay, we're wired up like a house. Let's see if we can figure out why there's not enough power going to the the organ in question. It helps to simplify things and empower us away from the idea of genetic illness and genetic diseases. I used to think I had a genetic disease. That makes me a victim to everything else. It makes me a victim to my body. It makes me a victim to the dis-ease. And it makes me a victim to the the medical system where I'd just be on drugs for the rest of my life. I didn't want Although I didn't think I had any option 10 years ago. I thought that was it. Yeah, well, so, that's, the, that's the message that we need to get out to more and more people to realize that you're not a victim. You're not trapped in, with your genes and you're not trapped in the medical 
mainstream uh, model that we are that's that's been so prevalent in our, in our so that that's so good. I, I really like the way you explain that. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. One of my one of the people I always one of the authorities I always quote on the science of epigenetics is Dr. Bruce Lipton. Mm-hmm. He said yeah. about our genes are not our destiny. Right. I think he said something to that effect. Mm-hmm. A lot of people think they have they've been told they have a genetic disease. And that's just not a very useful thing to be told other than, okay, I've got a, a label assigned to this symptom. Let's okay. I'll accept the diagnosis, but I'm not going to accept the prognosis mm-hmm. from that method of learning. That's how I view things. So, okay. I've got this thing called X. <clears throat> What's then causing the imbalance. Our genes aren't our destiny, Like epigenetics, which has been around for decades says it's the environment in the body that signals the genes. It's not the genes that create the illness. So genes are a blueprint and they can be viewed like the hardware and the epigenetics is the environment and that can be perceived as the software. So epi means above. So Mm -hmm. epigenetics is above the genes. The environment signals the genes. We have the power to change the environment and then to signal genes in new ways signal new genes in new ways. We can rewrite the chemistry in our body. I'm starting to sound like Bruce Lipton now. Yeah. <laughs> um, and I love that guy. Yeah, um, yeah I, do, I do too. Yeah. yeah, there's so much power. We, we have so much empowerment when we understand that we have the power to control the environment in our body by, believe it or not, the thoughts that we think, the way we perceive our world is one of the greatest epigenetic switches that we have. I'll come on to that in the mental and emotional pillars. Neil, can I just <laughs> add, uh, can I, I'm sorry. Can I just yeah. add, okay, you got to start saying, and why is that important? Remember how, oh, how yeah. Bruce Lipton always says that. And so why is that important? <laughs> so, and then, so I say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, yes, all of those. So <laughs> what, what influences the environment? And why is that important? At a very basic level, if we have toxins, that's going to change the environment in the body. The body's going to become inflamed mm-hmm. and that compromises the immune system. And then we, end, we will also end up living by the hormones of stress, typically for two reasons, because of the stress and our response to the world, but also the, the toxins will cause the body to be in a stressed state. So we, we want to be mindful of the, the, what we put into the body, water, food so obvious some of this stuff the water that a lot of people dr- is drink are drinking by the way is really not good sometimes you can taste it and once you've been drinking really clean water and then you taste the tap from you know unfiltered or not purified or whatever else treatment mm-hmm. it doesn't taste good and it's our number two cell fuel i went to la recently and i had some from the tap and i just i had to kind of go Oh, I, yeah. I just could not yeah. taste it. And I, I went, anyway, that's a side note. So, <laughs> and same in England, my mother's house. I was like, mm-hmm. we, you cannot drink this house. You cannot drink this water. It's terrible. So, um, we need to be, what affects the environment? Food, water, how much we exercise. What, are the, what toxins are we exposed to? What toxins are internal to the body? All of that affects the environment. And then we come on. So that's, you know, the physical pillar in a nutshell. Is there anything else you want to add to that? 
Uh, no, I, I think you're explaining it really well. I, I, it just, I think the, the point that, we, that you're making, it really is for people to understand, it's all these things, it's how, how we get chronic illnesses because all these things build up in our body. We build up more toxin, we build up more stress, we have, you know, we 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 have more lack of of, of nutrients in our our body, and it just begins to overwhelm our body, and then it be, exactly. and then we have all these chronic illnesses. It is yes, beautifully said. Yeah, we it, it's it's like the build up over time. Yeah, you know, when you're a kid and you and you got these toxins, the the body is so quick to expel them, or the or the all their children's organs are really functioning well unless they've been tampered with but mm -hmm. you know sticking to nature children's immune systems are so good they'll dispel bugs and viruses and toxins and they'll do it like that but as we get older and older and older after around the age of 40 certain genes kind of don't turn on like they used to mm -hmm. or we don't have the same functionality as we would when we were younger and stem cells after a certain age, mm -hmm. stop acting as the, as they do when they're younger. Mm -hmm. Well, I'm a huge fan of stem cell patches. I think we talked yeah. about this last time. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm wearing one right now. So the, the, kids have very healthy stem cells. You know, they're, they're so new to the world and everything's working. As we get older and older and older and toxic toxicity builds up and people aren't measuring themselves for inflammation to understand their levels of toxicity, that's a huge piece, which I'll come into in a moment. So it gets to a point where one might be 40, 50, 60, 70 years old. And it's like a huge buildup of toxins, often accompanied with chronic stress because it just happens over time. Mm -hmm. It's like a buildup of inflammation and it's often dubbed the silent killer because it often goes unnoticed. Or one might be have brain fog or feeling depressed, not realizing that it's actually inflammation. A lot of depression has been linked, not all of it, but mm -hmm. a certain proportion, about a third of cases of depression are linked with chronic inflammation of the brain, mm -hmm. which is gut-related, brain-related. There's a very strong link between the gut and the brain. Yeah. So I've worked with men with depression and just by working on inflammation and getting the body moving and active, it's amazing how much change can be made. Also, cold therapy. I've got a, I've got an ice tub around the back. I do oh, no. breath work every morning. The Wim Hof method is phenomenal for people with depression. Um, cold yeah, therapy. Yeah, really I can see. <laughs> Just getting that cold can snap you out of it, right? <laughs> wake oh, my you goodness. up. Wake it's you amazing. up. It's amazing. Well, well Neil, that's yeah. that, that's such a good explanation of really what's what's going on and why we have all this chronic illnesses and stuff. So, uh, so, so let's go on. Let's go on to uh, go through the rest of your pillars. How about pillar number yes. two? Yeah, the pillar number two I, I talk about is the mental. Um, really, there's a hierarchy. <laughs> there's, I would say, the bottom is physical, and above that, I'd put emotional, and above that, I put mental, and above that, I put energy. <laughs> but I'm going to talk about mental now. So the mental one is huge because our thoughts, our brain is like a a brain chemist in the words of Dr. Bruce Lipton, our brain is a chemist. Mm -hmm. And by the thoughts that we think and the, the beliefs that we hold, unconscious and conscious, we are signaling the chemistry in our body. So with epigenetics, they know that it's our perception of our world that is the greatest epigenetic switch. Mm -hmm. So 
with stress, for example, which is mental and emotional are very closely related in this way, of course, because a stress, a stressor is, is how we perceive the event in our lives. Mm -hmm. So if there's a traffic jam, I love using this example because I think we can all relate to it. It's something that we all find, quote unquote, stressful. But what is it really? It's lots of cars that aren't moving, <laughs> stationary cars or cars moving very slowly. The stress comes into we're going to be late. What, what's that going to mean for us? How's that going to be reflected back to us? Am I going to disappoint someone? How's that going to be? How, how's that going to be reflected back to me? Am I going to be regarded as this? And it, all this subconscious, pr these thoughts are happening in the background. And we're perceiving that stressful traffic jam because of everything it means. And we're giving meaning to an event, which is really stationary cars. So you could have someone who's in a, an unexpected traffic jam. They're totally calm. They listen to a podcast, maybe, maybe the Fearless Aging podcast or the Vitality <laughs> Secret podcast. Yeah. And they chill out or listen to music and they relax and they use that time constructively. They let them, let whoever they're going to see know they're going to be late and just relax into that time. Someone else might be in exactly the same circumstance and start to become angry and frustrated and start weaving in and out of traffic and cause, causing road rage and effing and blinding or swearing as we as you know i also say effing and blinding is an english thing um swearing and you can virtually see the the blood rush into the head and veins pop out forehead and up in the neck that's a response to stationary cars so our thoughts and our beliefs and our perception has a huge impact on the biochemistry and our biology. Yeah. You know, one of Bruce Lipton's books is the biology of belief. Mm -hmm. um, another guy I always must quote on this subject, is Dr. Joe Dispenza, he's, he's, mm -hmm. and we'll come onto that more in the energy section, but um, very, very, he's very much a pioneer as well as Dr. Bruce Lipton in, in epigenetics and having science and data behind huge gatherings of people meditating what happens in our genes and dna and all these markers in the blood yeah so our perception the mental pillar is massive we need to understand that we're in control of our biology by how we perceive our world around us yeah. and there's lots of ways that we can change and reframe events that happen in our lives and I, I knew none of this until i jumped into the world of personal growth and personal development a decade or so ago I think it's an area that a lot of entrepreneurs find themselves in because, well, I'll, I'll speak from my own experience. I knew that I had to change my psychology if I was going from a paid job into creating my own business because it's a very different way of living. Mm -hmm. And by doing that, I started to go to these transformational programs and Tony Robbins events and various other things and reading up a lot on psychology and understanding the power of our beliefs and emotional intelligence and how we can change our perception we can reframe events in our lives the mental pillar is huge um the other thing oh another really important piece about the mental pillar which might be more relatable to some is the placebo effect and the nocebo effect mm -hmm. so most people are aware of the placebo effect if we take a pill every single day several times a day several times a day maybe for weeks or months through the sheer power of belief we we believe that that pill has something in it when in fact it's an inert substance. But through the sheer power of the belief, we cause our body to secrete the perfect pharmacy of chemicals. Mm -hmm. 
but the perfect concoction of chemicals to heal us. That's the power of the belief, of our belief. We can use that to our advantage. That's how powerful we are. The nocebo effect is that flipped on its head. So if we wake up every single day and we have the same thoughts, same emotions, same habits, same uh, behaviors, and we go through our day, let's, I'll use the example of eczema. If I wake up every day and I go and look in the mirror and I see eczema on my face and I'm telling myself I've got eczema, I mean, eczema is a thing because you see it. Um, and what we can do is we end up recreating the illness through thought alone. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> it's, it's amazing. And if we're, let's use the example of COVID, you know, back in 2020, there's a lot of fear going around because we're mm -hmm. seeing it in our TV sets and on the newspapers. Right. Right. All this fear, 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 fear. It's arguable that people are creating it through thought alone, through the psychosomatic effect. And, and this has been shown as well. Um, and I think a lot of us can just get our heads around that because it's not an unknown phenomenon that we can create pain in our body through thought yeah. alone. Yeah, no question no about it. Yeah. Oh, oh no. I, I, I was just going to add, yeah, you know, there's a saying, you know, where our thoughts go, energy flows, you know, so whatever you're you're th thinking about or, or or feeling, that's the energy that that you're you're bringing to your body. and and, and so I just want to add that that I like I like the way you really summed that up. But what I always tell people about our beliefs is, if, well, first of all, you know, our beliefs are are creating our your reality. Whatever you're believing, that's creating your reality. But the thing about beliefs is you can believe whatever you want. So why not always believe the very best for yourself? You know, anytime you catch yourself with any kind of a negative belief about yourself or your life, you just got to change it around and, and always believe the very best for yourself. I love that. I love yeah. that. I, uh, I'm going to take that on board for myself. <laughs> I, um, yeah. yeah. I, it's very easy in the world of holistic health, and I'm sure you, you've been here as well, seeing what's going on with health in the last three years. I find it um, a huge subject, put it that way. It's an overwhelming case of people getting sicker and new illnesses and all these excess deaths. It's not nice to see. And if I put my attention there, that's where my energy goes. Wherever we place our attention is where our energy goes, and wherever our energy goes is what expands. And we have a choice all the time to choose where to focus our attention and where we focus our energy. And it's, it is a choice. And I'm having to coach myself on this almost every day. Yeah, yeah um, me too. <laughs> we all have to keep yeah. that awareness. Yeah. Yeah, we can choose Otherwise, our thoughts and our beliefs. Yeah. Yeah. Otherwise, yeah. we can spiral. Yeah, and get down the, the could... old rabbit hole thing. Yeah. Okay. Even... Well, so... let's go let's go on to pillar number three yes number three the emotional so although i would say this is above the it's the physical then it's emotional then it's mental but let's do emotional now because okay. i i think it's important to do to just consider the mental first before the emotional so emotional we know that most illness is down to chronic stress we've often heard how 90 percent of illness is down to chronic stress mm -hmm. and i've kind of covered it in the previous pillar about the mental stress. One of my favorite definitions of stress is it's our internal response to external strains. Mm -hmm. And this, I actually learned that I believe from the book flow by Mihaly Csikszentmihalyi. And it's a definition that I've never forgotten. 
And it's just the same principle. It's our internal response to external strains. It's mm -hmm. how we, in our minds and our emotions, how we receive and respond and react to the world around us. Right. I've used a traffic jam example. I won't do it again, of course. So if we can train ourselves to respond to things in a different way, whether it's work deadlines or family, I don't have children, but I, I can only imagine what it's like. I've got nieces and nephews and I've got plenty of friends mm -hmm. with children. I can only imagine what it's like to have demand of children on us the whole time. Yeah. Um, so there are ways, you know, I do work with parents and I've been to enough uh, events to know that there's ways that parents can reframe things to make it a, a lot calmer <laughs> and a, a more enjoyable experience. So I'm not going to try and minimize the pressure that parents have because I'm not a parent. I just want to say there are always ways to uh, respond to things in ways which are more favorable to our body than most of us have ever learned in our lifetimes. And I only, I only learned about this emotional intelligence stuff because I dived into it and it's not mm -hmm. in the mainstream. Mm -hmm. So stress is a big one. And, and, the, and there are, of course, ways to reduce stress in the body, like exercise and getting into nature and getting sunlight and going into water and meditating, of course. Yeah. Um, just walking in nature is a complete reset for the body. Um, breathing is a huge reset for the body. There's conscious breathing, there's Wim Hof, there's transformational breathwork, there's a lot there's different types of yogic breathing. There's many things that we can do to shift our state away from a stressed state. I'm, I'm by no means am I ever going to say that I'm like a, I'm completely stress-free. It's a constant work right. in progress. <clears throat> right. Um, one of my favorite things is to get into an ice bath. <laughs> and I never imagined I'd ever hear myself say that. Yeah, I used I, to see these videos. I haven't got that brave yet. I, I do a cold shower, you know, at the end of my shower. But but sitting in a really ice, I I I I haven't quite got myself into. It. You know, there's some people here like like in in in, in 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 San Diego. You know, they call them the the polar bear club, and they go swimming in the ocean every day. And so you kind of get used to it. Even in the winter, when the water's like 50 degrees, they they still go in there. But it's, it's quite a shock to your system. But it's it's really good for your circulation, I think. Right? Yeah, I can't remember who it was. It might have been a friend or a client of mine telling me about a friend of theirs who would go into cold water every day doing mm -hmm. what you're telling what you're yeah. telling me now yeah. or telling the audience now um same in england there's there's people who swim in the english channel I, oh I yeah do that's cold yeah that's cold yeah and I, my I, I went blue very quickly at christmas <laughs> or in january <laughs> yeah um even though i'm so used to the wim hof method so yeah there's swimming in cold water is so invigorating for the body and this friend was telling me that they stopped doing it and then they started to get various symptoms and they were asked why they stopped doing it or what, what, what was the main thing? Sorry. What was the main thing that had changed in their lives? And they really thought about it and they went, Oh, I'm not getting into cold anymore. Mm -hmm. And they said, well, start doing that again. Yeah. <laughs> I that, think that effect. Yeah. I, I, I think to kind of sum this up, it, it's, there's many different modalities that you, out there, as you mentioned, yoga and breathing and, and you know, all, all different kinds of stress reduction techniques. And it, it's so important to get a handle on our emotions because our emotions are what create the feelings that we have. And we're feeling beings, right? And so yeah. the actions we take are really are about on, on how we feel. So it's our emotions that are 
are creating how we feel and then how we feel is the, is what the action that we're taking so that's such an important pillar to, you know to get, really get a control over your emotional state all right let's go to the number fourth pillar just beforehand i want to say something really quickly about the emotional sure, one sure, sure. i've really talked a lot uh the emotional one is releasing trapped emotions mm -hmm. and it's often the last place people go to when reversing an illness if they go there at all, because it's quite hard to intellectually get one's head around how trapped energy can create illness. Mm -hmm. And when it was explained to me in the terms of physics and the body electric, that's when it just fell into place. Emotions are like electromagnetic bundles of energy, which get trapped all over the body and they can get stored in organs, in your lower back, in your brain, in your shoulders, in your hip, in your anywhere. And when we understand that it's an electromagnetic mass, we can release that electromagnetic mass so fast. I use a process called the emotion code with myself and with my clients that sometimes results can be felt in the moment or within 24 hours. And illness, have you ever heard the slogan, the organs weep, the tears, the eyes refuse to shed? Well, just from you just the other day. <laughs> First, right, I, yeah. I, heard it, I heard it from you, yeah. It's such a powerful one. The organs weep, the tears, the eyes refuse to shed. If we don't understand this, we need to understand it because it's yeah. massive. Yeah. And people, let's say someone's got a cancer diagnosis, it's not often the last place they'll go to when reversing cancer. You know, I'm, I'm talking about if they go down the holistic path. Yeah. They'll go and detoxify every pathway, like a number of my friends have done with cancer. And they'll, they'll do all of the things but they they might miss this final this really important piece which should be addressed at the beginning yeah. it is often the absolute root so we can detoxify every method of you know we can do our water supply the nutrition we can do reduction of emfs or you know go and live in a desert or whatever you know away from emfs or look at the chemical plants and all these different forms of toxins mercury in the mouth infected root canals all these things we could look at all these mold uh anyway there's lots of different types of toxins we could do all of the things but unless we get to the absolute core of things which is often trapped energy mm -hmm. we might be missing the main the ultimate cause of why the body has got sick yeah i think so that's i just true. wanted to put that in there and i want to give another shout out to someone that I, I love to give credit where it's due dr bradley nelson who wrote the emotion code i highly recommend that because it's one of the modalities that I use with my clients, and it's so good. So oh, you mm -hmm. don't have to go and do years worth of talk therapy, by the way, which can end up being counterproductive because of what we were saying earlier about where the energy flows. If wherever attention goes, where energy yeah. flows. Right. And if we give our thoughts and our attention to trap to, to traumas in our lives, then it it can actually, if we talk about it, we can end up recreating it, and we give it mm -hmm. more and more energy, and it ends up expanding. And then it becomes more of a problem rather than a solution. Mm -hmm. So I like somatic ways to release that energy from the book, mm -hmm. from, from the book, from the, from the body, rather than talk about it. Mm -hmm. I'm, not so, so I'm not saying there's no case for talk therapy. Of course there is. Yeah. I'm just saying when it comes to this kind of release, my preference is somatic ways. Yeah, I think that's right. I, I, I like yeah. that. Yeah. Good. All right. So, Pillar number four. four is energy and i think this is like the the magic this is where for me it's like a reward um and it's it's we are energy before we're physical and when we understand this so much magic happens meditation
Oh, we lost her sound. I don't have any sound, Neil. I don't know if it could be on my end. I don't think so. Can you hear me? Oh, there you go. Oh, the internet connection was unstable. It's uh, I got a, a little message. Oh, was it your end or mine? I don't know. Maybe it was mine, but oh, I hear you now. So go ahead. I've just realized I could change router if it is mine. Oh. Might not be the right one. Well, I hear you now. Yeah. Let me just change router in case it is my end. Oh no, okay. that might interrupt it. it. Might interrupt it. Okay. If it's been okay until now, I'll just leave it on it as it is. Uh, okay. So, so energy, yes. So, I see this like the reward. <laughs> it's when people go down the journey and they discover the world of energy and meditation, visualization, heart and brain coherence, breath work. To like, I talk about breath work as like a meditation hack because it gives you that incredible altered state so quickly. Um. It gets you into this wonderful altered state where you can drift into a meditation and you just immerse with the world, the void, the quantum field, the whatever words work for you, pure consciousness. And you might discover the work of Dr. Bruce Lipton and who we mentioned earlier, Dr. Uh, Joe Dispenza, Greg mm -hmm. Braden. Mm -hmm. I've been to a few Joe Dispenza retreats where people are reversing the most incurable of illnesses, often in days, even less, sometimes spontaneous by immersing themselves into the world of energy and living from the energy of the healed person and um, just being at one with this void, this pure consciousness, the quantum field, devoid of thought, devoid of emotion, just in it. So much magic happens when we connect to this field, which we are all a part of. Mm -hmm. This intelligence that created us and is in this kind of space of nothingness around us and we connect with it and it's, it's just a wonderful place to linger. And I'm talking about meditation. We we have so much science now, so much data, thanks to the likes of Dr. Joe Dispenza, but it, it's not just him. I just love the way he's presented it all. Mm -hmm. They've measured something like 2,800 biomarkers that change during meditation over the course of seven days. Mm -hmm. They know what They know about new genes that are signaled during meditation. They know about, they know what happens when we have intent and vision and emotion behind the intent. If you think about ancient lost scriptures and ancient teachings, even books removed from the Bible, the lost gospel of Thomas, and it's all about how the feeling is the prayer. That's the ultimate kind of encapsulating everything. If we can mm -hmm. feel into what we want to create for our bodies and our lives outside of our bodies, it's living from that energy. And we know from a health perspective that when we are in an altered state and in, in a place of meditation and over a period of days, we know that our biology is literally getting an upgrade. Mm -hmm. the, the reason I went for a second time, as well as just to meet incredible people and to um, immerse myself into this world of meditation for seven days, where we do it for five, six hours a day in, in between his incredible speaking, of course, but it's to get a biological upgrade. When we're sat in meditation for that long, you, of course, you can go to a Vipassana retreat as well and have equal, maybe equal results. Mm -hmm. It's just the way, the way he guides it and he takes you on this journey is just amazing. And we can get a biological upgrade in seven days and less and spontaneous remissions as well. So the world of meditation and visualization and the quantum, the energy pillar of vitality is so exciting. 
And it's where I want to spend most of my time, like exploring this world of energy and what we're capable of um, beyond these physical bodies. We are quantum physics has proven that we're all interconnected. Yeah, it's no longer a, a theory. <laughs> we are one. We literally are all one. We're all interconnected. Yeah. So, yeah. um, oh, I was just going to say, yeah, for our audience. But the thing that we all have to keep being aware of is that everything in the universe is energy, including us, including our body, and so that and that and that's how our 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 new technology works. You know, realizing that everything is connected, everything is just vibrations of energy and frequencies, and so yeah, that again, like you said, that that's where we want to put our put our energy into into realizing that it's it's all about uh, removing blocked energy and keeping energy flowing in our bodies. Yeah, I like that. One of my favorite people in this world, of course, is Tesla. And he yeah. said, if you want to find the secrets of the universe, think in terms of energy, frequency, yeah. and vibration. That's exactly right. Yeah. It's, energy, frequency, vibration. Yeah. Yeah. And energy medicine is also another part of the energy pillar of the Vitality Code. Yeah. When you discover the likes of bioresonance and rife frequencies and um, how cancers can be healed by meeting the, the tumor with the same frequency this was this happened in the early 30s i believe royal raymond right yeah yeah um sound can heal it does heal mm-hmm. and we we know we can feel the sound in our bodies and how, how everything changes in our bodies if we become embodied and less in our heads so in fact on that note i've got a friend although by the time this podcast goes live it's probably going to be past next week barry goldstein has done about 50 percent of the work or the meditations for joe dispenza he is a phenomenal music producer mm. and he he often does these events on the shift network and oh, yeah. he's got one on Tuesday and he's he's been doing this for decades, showing how sound can create healing and creativity and induce intuition and it's amazing. This world of energy and a lot of it is around heart and brain coherence and connecting with the heart. Heart yeah, math has shown for 30 yeah. years. That, I, yeah. I, I do that every day. D- d- yeah. A little heart brain coherence. Yeah. Me too. Beautiful. Yeah. So straight cool. after breath work. Yeah. Yeah. Way to go. Well, Neil, this has been fascinating. I, I really appreciate you. You've got so much amazing knowledge and you explain it so well. I really appreciate that. So I think our audience got some really, uh, maybe a little bit overwhelmed, you know, <laughs> so much stuff there. But yeah, uh, but so, so, so let's tell them how they can actually. Uh, get your free resources and get a copy of your first book and uh, and then also uh, for free and then they, how they can order your new uh, the Vitality Code book. Hello, are you there? Uh-oh. He just froze up. <laughs> Uh-oh. You froze, Neil. Well, if you don't come back, that's all right because we can put the, we'll definitely, oh. I'll definitely, oh, there you are. I'll there definitely put. Yeah, I'll go. definitely put all your information, how they can contact you, in oh. the in the show description. So we'll have I'll all say, that information. Yeah, we'll, we'll, say it anyway, though. Yeah, I'll say it because we we just lost connection. Yeah, the main website is vitalitysecret.com, and you can download the book there, or go to or vitalitysecret.com forward slash book to download the Vitality Secret. And on that site, you'll see where to buy the Vitality Code. It's on Amazon. The Vitality Code, Neil Cannon. And yeah, I offer group coaching, private coaching, and various ways to help. But they're the main offerings I have, as well as some products that I also sell. 
Yeah, well, thank you again so much. And thank you for all your great work that you're, you're making a great contribution. And so, yeah, I definitely encourage you, you definitely go to his site, vitalitysecret.com. And again, we'll put that right in the show description. So, uh, what? okay, here's one thing I always like to ask my guests. And it's based on the uh, on Einstein's saying of knowledge without action is useless, which I always mm. end all of my podcasts and say, you know, we give you a lot of good knowledge, some information, but if you don't take action on it, it's useless. So, so what? Just real briefly, what what can you say to maybe inspire people to actually take some action? Yeah, you know, the first thing that came to mind is. Just be aware of your breath. Yeah, it's um, it's so much can change when we change our breath. We can take ourselves out of fight or flight in just minutes, even less. And I, I've been I've been guiding a breathwork group for three years now. I realized mm. this mm. this week with my breathwork group, and it was intended to start off I, within a group. I'm in a wonderful men's community um, to help people with their immune systems, but it's become much more than that in this expansive group. So much happens in the body with our breath. Mm -hmm. So there's, as you know, we've covered a lot. And that's the first thing that came to me. So I felt yeah. like saying that. I think that is. Speaking I mean, and that's actually, that should be obvious because that's the most important thing in our life is our breath. We can only live about four minutes without it. So it's obviously mm. that's, that's pretty important, right? To get a, get a good handle on, on yeah. getting more oxygen and how to breathe well. That makes a lot of good sense. So again, if, you have to take action on what you just learned today. So I hope I hope you will. And so if you enjoyed today's episode, I tell your friends about the Fearless Aging Podcast. Give us a good review and go out and make it happen. You can do it. Thanks a lot, Dio. That was great. Thank you so much, Rico. Really happy to be back on your show.